Welcome to The Rant. I'm your host, Herman James, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about cheap wedding fails and my own wedding fails. This part of the podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Ditch the use of the junk drawer scissors and the same beard trimmers you shave your face with to use on your balls. Go to manscaped.com, use promo code HERMAN to save 20% to get waterproof ball trimmers and everything else you can need for your junk at manscaped.com. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in, thank you for sharing, and thank you for doing everything that you have been doing for the rant, both on the podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. I know I've been off of uh, the waves for a little bit. I've had issues, not really issues, I've had other things going on. Uh, We planned a wedding, and I had a wedding, did a mini honeymoon, and everything that kind of goes along with that, so that took over my life. And I'm happy it did. It was a great time. Uh, it was a wonderful event. The only thing that's changed is um, now I'm married. Other than that, all's good. Still like strippers, still like booze, still like beer and booze. Uh, and actually today I'm drinking Device Brewing Company's Too Fast, Too Curious. Uh, I'll have their website in this podcast description as well as list them on all of our social media. Um, I had to buy the beer because it is a homage to Too Fast, Too Furious. Why not do it? Uh, as the intro to this episode said, we're going to talk about cheap wedding fails and specifically my wedding fails. Things I thought would go off without a hitch that definitely, definitely had some hiccups, but were able to adapt and kind of move on and fix things with that unfortunately typically happens on the fly at weddings. But when you have event coordinators and backups and competent people with you or on their staff or at the facilities, they tend to take care of a majority of that for you. When you're planning a wedding like we did, where we're trying to cut out the fat and cut out the middleman, we don't need things. I tend to deal with more of the hands-on items that kind of come up from that. Now, as you also heard, this episode is specifically sponsored by Manscaped. These guys are fantastic, love the product, and it couldn't have come at a better time. I am honestly loading up my car to go down to the wedding the day before for the rehearsal and FedEx shows right up, has a package, hands it over to me, says it's from Manscaped, the products to uh, demo out and try the day before my wedding. What better timing to have that in your hands than that night? Yeah, I'm already cleaned up down there, I regularly do, but to have that in my hands for the night before was fantastic. We actually pulled the box out at the uh, Airbnb that I rented to stay at after the rehearsal the night before the wedding. The groomsmen were out there with us. Some of the bridesmaids, we all looked at the entire package and thought it was fantastic. They've also sent me a wonderful, very nice uh, shirt as well as a pair of boxer briefs that are fantastic. Some of the best boxer briefs I've ever had. I'm typically going to go with... Some of like the Hanes kind of brands, normal stuff you normally have. I've got some champion ones from when I do runs, but these are all around everyday, great, fantastic pair of underwear. Love them to death. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off your entire order and free shipping with promo code Herman. Again, that's promo code Herman. And I'll put all that in the podcast description. Sorry, guys, on YouTube listening to this, no video today. My office is just full of shit. It is sky high with gifts that we've been given from other people, things we've got to return, things that have to go out. It is just a mess, and I don't have any room for the green screen to hide it. 
but I'll put it in the podcast description and the YouTube description. So you have links everywhere to go to manscaped.com. Take care of yourself with a ball bomb. They've got the wipes, the razors. The razors are fantastic. They are no Nick razors. You can use them anywhere, little anywhere. They're waterproof and they have LED lights. They're fantastic. Go to manscaped.com, promo code Herman. Get yours today. Your wife, girlfriend, mistress, boyfriend, whomever, really appreciate that you do. Now, back to the show at hand. So, Manscaped came to the door and handed off to us, and we went out to the wedding site, did the rehearsal. Rehearsal was fantastic. Everyone was there, needed to be there. My family from the East Coast flew in, and we were impromptu, invited them forcefully into the wedding. Um, They were able to kind of help us out, walk down the wife's grandfather, and then just be part of my family from my side to fill things out a little bit more. So it wasn't just me standing up there and, you know, the bridal party kind of coming down. So that worked out great. We did our rehearsal lunch, which was a way better idea than having rehearsal for that day because in Sacramento, the heat's been so hot. And it was nice to just have a nice, cool lunch on the river in the Delta. It was fantastic. It was beautiful. It worked out great for everyone. Then we're able to kind of go off and on our own way and do whatever else you want to do for the rest of that evening versus, you know, being stuck at a restaurant, taking up a lot of your time where you don't want to go, but you don't want to stay. And if you leave, then you're going to have to go to bed early or you're going to go to bed late. Like you just don't know what's going to happen. So inevitably we split off from there and went back to the Airbnb where we're able to kind of hang out and drink and tell stories and have a really good time before everyone kind of split up again for the night officially and passed out to do what we had to do. So the next day, the bridesmaids all were in a swanky hotel and all the groomsmen were in an Airbnb. We had talked to our event coordinator, the day of event coordinator, the one who owns the facility that we were using for the wedding for some of her recommendations. And one of her recommendations was this limo service that worked at one of her prior weddings that we'd heard about about a month before when we came to check out the venue as it was set up for the first time, which the venue's beautiful. The event coordinator, fantastic. And everything about it was wonderful. Now, here's where some of the tips came in on the previous episode of how to do a cheap wedding or low-cost wedding and keep the cost down. And a lot of that comes with using the vendors that the site recommends. They're typically going to give you a discount of some sort, whether it's on the facility or the vendors will because they're preferred clientele or customers for each other. So the referral service gives them guaranteed ins and outs. Now, the problem with that is you assume that the people doing the wedding, whether that's a venue or your event coordinator, has tried and true vendor lists, preferred vendor lists that they are willing to give out to you and they obviously don't want to screw anything over because they know they're great and they've worked with them numerous times. Now, the flip side of that is someone trying to build their vendor list, not having quite the best vendors that they know of, but they've done one good job once. Once. Yeah, that's kind of where we came into on this limo service. The limo service didn't know when to pivot. 
Now, as a typical wedding goes, the bride and the bridesmaids were running behind. The makeup artist was taking a little bit of a longer time to get the makeup done, and they all looked beautiful. It was well worth the time and the wait. Now, the van service, the limo service, could have pivoted, and instead of waiting with the girls at a swanky hotel, picked up the guys, dropped the guys off to the venue, so the photographer could have taken pictures of the groomsmen and the groom at the venue. They didn't do that. So, everybody sat around for over an hour and no pictures got taken at the venue like it was scheduled to do because I didn't know what was going on with the vans and when asked, I was told they were on the way to get us. But, they weren't. There's a miscommunication in between whomever was talking to the van service and limo to me and to where they actually were because... We could have obviously taken care of things and done it a lot more efficiently that way. But for, I believe we had this service for four hours and it was a $300 service. So under $100 an hour, well worth it because usually they're a lot more expensive than that. I just personally would have preferred that they were smart enough to pivot and not waste everyone's time so that we didn't have to run, 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 run to the ceremony once we got to the venue. That part was a pain in the ass. Now, the vendors list is also somewhere where you're going to find florists, DJs, caterers, bartenders, if they're not part of the catering company, a photo booth individual, or anything else you're looking to have done, whether it's balloon animals or cakes and all that kind of stuff. And we took up our day of event coordinator and the venue on their catering company. It was a great taco company that she had used many times. They had a wonderful, wonderful array of items to have on hand for them and to serve for a taco bar, which was fantastic for us, especially during COVID. You have one person handling everything for all the people walking up. Beautiful, beautiful idea. The issue we had was this vendor happened to have an accident and amputated a leg and no one called anyone. To the point of a few weddings before ours, he never called any of them and they didn't find out that he wasn't going to be there till the week before, two weeks before, when they called to verify that he was going to be there and everything was going to be on time and what the menu items were going to be. We had to call the caterer to find out he wasn't going to show up. He just said he assumed people with COVID knew that nothing was going to happen and no one was going to deal with things. Well, people are, people were still doing things, and he fucked up royally. So, I pivoted, found numerous other companies, called all of them up for quite some time to find the right few companies and dwindled things down to a new guy that had a catering company. Previously, due to COVID, he had to shut it down, but he had a street vendor license and had been doing street things on top of his day job during COVID to keep the money coming in. Tried his food. The food was fantastic. Wonderful. Could have been happier. He was going to have everything that we wanted on uh, the taco bar. Exactly how we wanted to have it. And then some. And he was excited to do it. He met with the event coordinator and the day of coordinator. And the owner. Same person all through the titles. And loved the venue. Couldn't get more excited about being there. And potentially being on the vendors list. Now while I'm waiting for this van to show up. It's a limo van. Uh, It's a Mercedes Sprinter van. As I'm waiting for this 
van to show up and pick us up, I get a phone call from the event coordinator asking if I've heard from Chino, the caterer. It's now 2.35, and he was supposed to be there at 12. He's not there yet, and he hasn't answered any phone calls. I called him six times and texted him with no reply. My event coordinator, Natalie, no reply. I call him and call him and call him again. He finally answers and goes, what's up? What's up? You're supposed to be there already. You're supposed to be prepping. You're supposed to be good to go. We don't need you there. Oh, I, I had things I had to get at the, the store, last minute things I had to get there, and uh, I'll be there right now. I'm getting on the freeway now. What he neglected to understand was where we were getting married off of I-5 had massive construction on the road, and it would take even longer to get there. He wasn't there for another hour. Just to find out, he didn't have a staff. He didn't have enough food to serve the amount of people we were expected to have, fortunately, uh, due to traffic and COVID and other reasons, our numbers were down a little bit. You always expect about a 20% no-show rate. But on top of that, he told the event coordinator he was planning just to not show up in the first place. Yeah. The day of, after talking to him a week prior to about everything being great and not to worry, he wasn't going to show up. And still showed up and still fucked it up and still wanted full payment. But the event coordinator knows her shit. Told him, you'd be lucky to get paid. You'll never get referred by anyone else here. And you'll never get another job in this facility ever again. So he snuck out the back door. A week and a half later, I get a text message of a bill. An invoice. From Chino Fucknuts. I call him. And ask him if he honestly expects to get paid. He says, yes. I tell him how, where, and when he fucked up. And he stops me and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. If you don't think I did a good job, you don't want to pay me. Just don't pay me. I said, okay, great. I won't. And that was the end of the conversation. So, moral of that story. Even if the vendors have a vendor list and they sound good and you've tried them out, they could fall through. And if you find someone that seems phenomenal, the food's great, and they hit everything that needs to be hit, they could still fall through. There's no sure thing. The sure thing is the ability to be able to pivot. I had my brother as my best man, and him and I can fix pretty much any situation, and we were going to have food trucks show up there, and they would have been there without a question to serve our guests. Being able to pivot and have someone in your corner to help you do that is a phenomenal thing. In the 11th hour, it's not the easiest thing. It's hard to stay calm. And trust you me, I was barely holding on. But what was important was the bride didn't know and her mother didn't know. Her mom had an idea, but wasn't sure 100% because she was more paid attention to her daughter, which was good because I can fix things and I can adapt. I have spent a majority of my professional working life in sales and hospitality of some sort. I know what I'm doing and I can take care of it. But that guy, that piece of shit, will never get another job from anyone I know. You don't take an hour to serve a a wedding. 
You don't have a six-year-old work a flat top. You don't not wash produce before you cut it and use it. He was informed of what he had to do before the food would be able to be served to people and we forced it upon him. Should have already been able to do that. He has a food handler's card and I've checked his background for all this stuff. Licenses are current and up to date. So he knew what he was doing. But he fucked up and was rushed. Didn't prep up what he was supposed to and he was hoping no one would notice except I notice everything. Now, I found this venue because of a wonderful, wonderful for beer man, wonderful vendor of florists, Cheryl Sage, Accents by Sage, hands down the best florist I've ever met and some of the best flowers I've ever seen in my life. We worked together years and years and years and years ago at a catering company where she left and struck it out on her own and has done fantastic. She has been seen in numerous different magazines, bridal magazines, expos, TV shows, everywhere. She's fantastic. If you were in a Sacramento area or anywhere in the close region of Northern California to Sacramento, definitely hit up Cheryl Sage and I'll have her website and her URLs and her handles in the podcast description as well as this YouTube description. Be sure to check her out on all of her social media as well. And I'll make sure that we highlight her on our social media as well as thehermanjames.com so you can see everything she's done. She's fantastic. When I informed her last year that I was going to propose... She was nothing but excited for me. After I proposed last December, 2019, before all this hoopla, I told her that we needed her as a florist and I needed a venue that wasn't going to cost me an arm and a leg and I'd be able to have my own host bar so I'm not getting ripped off by other people because the cost of liquor has the biggest markups in any industry. Everyone knows that. There's no lie to that. It, it's 100% true. I worked behind bars enough times to tell you that it's it's the truth. So she referred me over to her friend, Natalie, at Effortless Events by Natalie. She'll also have a description in our podcast down below, as well as the YouTube description. She'll also be listed on thehermanjames.com, and I'll tag her in all of our social media posts. Get it? Get what I'm doing here? I'm going to fraught the good people. Let everyone see who does the right things and great jobs. Now, because they know each other and worked well with each other, their referrals helped us in bringing down the price. And I couldn't have done that without Cheryl. Thank you to you, Cheryl. Thank you to everything you've done for that. And everyone needs to check Cheryl out. Check out her pages for social media. We'll have it linked for the... Believe she's on Twitter. I know for sure she's on Instagram. I'll show you the pictures that she's on at our wedding. My own pictures. They're fantastic. The flowers were wonderful. Spared no expense. She was beyond, beyond amazing. The barn we got married at had chandeliers all over the place. Vintage furniture throughout the whole facility. It was wonderful. 
Those two together accented each other very, very well. Fantastic. Now, Cheryl led me to Natalie, and Natalie led me to her sweets person. Now, I don't do cake. I've worked in hospitality and cut cakes too much. I just don't do wedding cakes. It's not my favorite thing in the world. Now, we got a topper. We cut that, and that was as much cake as I had. But the sweets we got, oh, my Lord. We had a sweets table that was fantastic. It was to die for. Everyone loved it. Fuck fondue. We're not doing chocolate fondues, chocolate fountains. Adults are idiots when that's involved. Never do it. The amount of uh, oil you have to put into that to make it viscous, and fl- it's, uh, it's disgusting. Don't do it. Just pop the money for a baker that does fantastic sweets. Have a sweet table put out there. Pick and choose the ones you want. They're fantastic. Best idea ever. Everybody loved it. Those guys were my hands down favorite things of the whole wedding for any of the vendors. Now, I did also look off the vendor list for the events to find a DJ. I didn't like any of the people's pricing that were at the DJ, so I went off on my own. I found a few good DJs, all had the same good pricing, all had the same features. One just had a little bit more panache when we talked with her. Now, she was great. She had the equipment. She was a normal DJ for a local club. She also did some, uh, what do you call them, music festivals as well. So she had the equipment. She had everything that needed to be done, which was great, except for the day of. The day of, none of her mics worked, and she had just had to replace one of her speakers because it blew. She didn't test them before she left the house, and the speakers were working fine, but the mics were not. The lapel mics, the wireless mics, nothing fucking worked. Check your equipment before you leave. That is a simple, simple thing to do. And you always have backups. If one doesn't work, you have another one. If that one doesn't work, you have another one. Hell, I'm looking around my own recordings right now. I have six microphones. I was even called from one of our friends to bring up a podcast setup, microphone and everything, to a wedding the week before our wedding. So that it could be live streamed and people could see what was going on and hear it. Yeah, I don't do this for a living. I know it's fucking expensive to have someone else do it, but I set up someone else's laptop with my mobile microphones and my setups so they could do that. I know for sure that's at least $200 to have done. At least. And have someone man that laptop. They got it for free. You know what? I brought a backup microphone just in case it didn't work. And an extension cord. And a backup extension cord or extension USB. I brought the right equipment to make sure I didn't have any issues. This DJ was paid and didn't do the right thing. Didn't check the equipment. Didn't make sure they had backups. Didn't do it. That's a fail. Now, that could happen to anybody else. It could have an issue here or there. Maybe the soundboard was having issues. But if you tech checked it, did a tech check beforehand, you'd have known that. It had no issues. But she didn't, so we did. Now, we were able to adapt. The wedding wasn't massive. People could still hear. We worked it out, and it was fine. But it was noticeable. Everyone noticed it. She noticed it. And she knew she screwed up. 
Maybe for the next person, she'll do great. But she won't get a referral from us or the owner of the event. So much so, I'm not even going to mention her in this podcast. Now, let's go to the other side of things. Where it's not so much a vendor recommendation. Some of them have them, some of them don't. But it's more a personal choice of how you're going to acquire things. Things like your wedding band and your bridesmaids outfits and the groomsmen's outfits. So to make a long story shorter, I've listened to podcasts for many, many years and Adam Carolla and so many other people recommend theblacktux.com and I could not in good conscience do that at all ever to anyone ever theblacktux.com is fucking horrible their website is easy and fantastic and great to use you're able to put things on there that you want to have customize things how you want to have it set up so that the groomsmen can pay for their own outfits or you can pay for all of them however it wants to work out for you that's fantastic what they don't tell you is everything you put on there from shoes socks pants belts, shirts, coats, ties, cufflinks, and even the tie pins or tie clips. You can't not order something. If people have black or blue or brown socks and they want to order them for however much they charge, then they're screwed. They have to pay for it. If they have a belt, they have to pay 10 bucks for it. If they're to have a white Oxford, they still have to pay the 20 or 30 bucks for it. You can't take things off no matter what. That part's stupid. Now, that's not my biggest issue with them. The biggest issue with them is after everything's placed in the card and ordered up to be reserved, the guys close things out, made sure they got the right sizes for things, and then we're told that they don't have what was reserved in their size. And when I called to find out why, which by the way, they don't list the website on the website, their phone number, you have to Google it and find it someone else who listed it. They told me that due to COVID, they don't have certain things. How the fuck does COVID mess with your inventory? It doesn't. At all. You still have the same fucking inventory. You just have fewer people working in close proximity. The best part is, it's all outsourced to the Middle East. I know this because it asked me to give a review of the person I talked to on the phone and they were in Bangladesh. Where the fuck it was. But then it shipped out of the West Coast. So it's an outsourced company answering the phones that don't have any fucking clue what's actually in the inventory or in the warehouses or the people that are working them. So not only did they say they didn't have some of the sizes... They then said they don't have the belts that were needed in their sizes. But it's okay. They've got, instead of a black belt, they give them a brown. Fuck you. Fuck you hard. And not fuck you good. Fuck you bad. You don't change colors on a bridal party. The colors are set way before we've given them to you. But their pivot was to change the colors. 
I lost my fucking mind. I went off on them. I went off hard. I got everyone refunded the $10 for the belt rentals and then got everyone back an extra $10 for the hassle for me. So that meant $50 were coming out of the blacktux.com's whole setup. Now, I then get a phone call from one of my groomsmen that they got a belt. That wasn't supposed to be delivered. Black belt, that was supposed to be. But we're told they weren't going to be delivered and to go buy your own. So I call blacktux.com again and ask, what the flying fuck? You have it, you don't have it, buy your own, now here's one from us. What? Turns out, people in the Middle East don't talk to the people in the warehouses on the West Coast. So the warehouse supervisor sent things out anyway. And no one was informed. So the guys that would have bought belts and spent the money on them would now have another belt that was refunded. But they had to go out and do it and buy more. Lost it again. Made them refund more money to everybody. I get two. The Airbnb. Talk to everyone after the rehearsal. We shoot the shit about everything. And it turns out, blacktux.com said, guys with navy suits, black shoes, black belts, and purple ties, because the girls are in purple, brown socks. Brown. What part of black and black makes brown? Lost my shit again. Fortunately, I had extra pairs of black socks for the groomsmen to wear. Didn't have to wear brown. I wasn't happy then, but wasn't going to deal with it then. So we have the wedding. My brother's the best man out there. He is rocking it out, having fun, not doing anything extraneous. Rips the ass out of his suit. Rips his shirts. Shirt, excuse me. Fucking seriously. That, that's the quality we're getting. He didn't do the splits. He didn't jump. He didn't high kick. None of that. Lost my mind. Called back up at blacktux.com on the way down to Carmel for my mini honeymoon. Lost it with them on the phone, in the car, driving down I-5. My wife laughs at me. Finds what I'm doing. A little hilarious as well. But I get results. I now make them refund the entire rental for my best man, my brother. Everything, 100%. For sending more mismatch and changing of my colors, I make them refund another $50. $10 person across the board to everybody. Because they can't get their shit correct. Now, is there other companies that can do better than this? Absolutely. I think Men's Warehouse has been my go-to for when I've rented suits or tuxes by myself for certain things. I go to the Men's Warehouse to buy my suits and alter them. Not a problem with that. I think that's perfectly fine. I thought with COVID, people being in different locations, and to make it easier on everyone, theblacktux.com would be the best route. It was not. They gave me a promo code when I told them about the podcast and the YouTube channel. I'm not even, I'm not going to use it. I'm not telling anyone. I'm going to tell you this. Don't use theblocktalks.com. Find a different vendor. Do better. They, they aren't going to do you any good. Now, 
my favorite story that has happened from all this COVID shit and wedding planning and impromptu everything's the wedding band for my wife. We went to Pattis in San Francisco Diamond District bullshit deal underground whatever it is that used to be invite only that's now open in the fucking world. We went to Pattis. First story you get into off the elevators and the stairs. The guy who went there to buy the engagement ring was a fucking asshole and a piece of shit. So obviously did not want to go back there. But the mother-in-law loved the store, wanted to go back, had tons of recommendations, and out for an hour or so of looking around, went back. And this was November of last year. Beginning of November of 19. And so we go in there, we find the manager. We point out that the guy over there, it's a piece of shit, we don't want to be here, but she's making us be here. She pulls out a bunch of rings. The wife finds an engagement ring she really likes and then customizes it even more. Perfectly fine. It's the ring she wants. It's the ring she'll, she'll get and we'll get for her. Should know about it. The big surprise. All the stuff. You guys have all seen the picture on social media and everything else kind of went along with it as of December. Well, that manager, still a saleswoman, active saleswoman, also had the wedding band that we wanted to go with it. We weren't going to pick the same Gabriel and Company one because it was around, I think, $1,500. And we found one that was equivalent to it. That was around $400. Worked perfectly fine. Had the um, bump outs, like I like to call them, but they're called contours. That matched the contours of the engagement ring. And it was going to be perfectly fine and a fraction of the price. So happy with that. She never calls me up. She never follows up with me. She never checks in with anything. Never asks about the engagement. Horrible, horrible sales tactic. You have a fucking sale on the table. Just follow through on it. She knew when it was going to happen, how it was going to go down, and everything. And couldn't follow through. Which makes me think, because I didn't spend 10 grand on a fucking ring, I wasn't important to her. So, I call back and try to find that ring. She lost all the information. Everything. Didn't have a goddamn thing on the ring that we wanted. Couldn't order it. Said that due to COVID, precious metals are more expensive and she couldn't honor the price that she gave me when I was there originally. She kept trying to upsell me on this and upsell me on that, upsell me over here. Oh, this would be better. And then she goes back to the original idea of the band made specifically for that engagement ring. She'd not tell me jack shit about anything except for It's going to cost about $1,500 and we're going to have to take the ring back from you to send it out to New York to have them see it, to have them take care of it and make it custom to match this one. All this happy horse shit during COVID times, a month and a half out from my wedding, you want me to drive to San Francisco, go to your store, give you this very expensive ring so you can mail it to the East Coast, have them customize it, mail it back. To you or to me with the wedding band when Trump has shut down the fucking postal service. And you're a fucking idiot that can't remember the goddamn rings we talked about in the first place. Because you didn't keep the notes with you because I'm not that important to you. Fuck them. Fuck her. Fuck that. The one thing she did do was send me a text message of the picture. 
of the engagement ring. The engagement ring has a serial number on it. I googled the serial number. I then found the Gabriel Company's website and found that exact ring, then found the matching wedding band with it. I called them specifically. They told me they don't need the engagement ring. Serial numbers are engraved on the inside of it. They can customize it with just knowing that serial number because they made the fucking thing. There's no back and forth and no waiting time. They could have the thing pumped out in a few days, and if I needed it on a rush, they could do that too. Only thing is, it has to be from a dealer that works with them. So, I typed in the serial number, excuse me, the model number of the wedding band. I found a few different websites that had it available. I found one specific one because the price was astronomically cheaper than Pattis in San Francisco. It was LaRogue, jeweler in Oregon. These guys had the same wedding band for almost half the price of Pattis. Half. Called them up. Tiffany answered the phone. I told her my predicament. She said they could handle it. They just need the seal number. They'll take care of it with them. I told that I had already talked to these folks. She was texting them in New York as I'm talking to her on the phone. She's doing two things at once. Take care of things. She was in constant contact with me the entire time. She not only helped me, she gave me the price of the ring that was documented on the website because they wanted to stay true to their word on that regardless of the pandemic and the possible increase due to precious metals. She said they weren't making hardly anything off the ring. She ordered the ring to be made before she got a dime from me. She then took my information, had the ring overnighted to my house. It took under two weeks and I got it a few days, almost a week before my wedding, before I had to leave the house. She took care of everything. Tiffany at LaRogue. Check these guys out. I'm going to have their website also in this podcast description. It's also going to be in the YouTube description. It'll be on there. But LaRogue, L-A-R-O-G dot com. LaRogue Brothers did a fantastic job. They were wonderful. I couldn't be happier. I also couldn't be happier that they're in Oregon with no sales tax. Even though I'm in California, bought it from them, sent it out. It was fantastic, wonderful service, wonderful people, and a great, great, great company. Definitely hit them up. Give them a call. If you happen to talk to them, tell them Herman from the rant, refer over them, and Tiffany can help you out. She's a wonderful individual. She busts her ass to make sure you're happy. Something Pattis didn't do and couldn't be bothered to do. Weddings can be stressful. Planning them, preparing them, performing them, being at them, doing them. They can all add stress. Everything in your life is going to be some stressor to you. But what shouldn't happen are fucking people in industries where they don't belong. If you don't know what the fuck you're doing, get the fuck out. 
if your only rationale for why things are bad are because you're having a hard fucking time, get out. You don't belong in the industry, you don't know what you're doing, and all you're going to do is ruin someone else's day and time. I don't know about you, I don't plan on getting married a buttload of times. I know people that have been married numerous times, and you know what? They like every time more than the previous one. Talk about how so-and-so is bad, this guy was fucked up, that guy was fucked up. If there's that many bad people at every price level, how do you guarantee what you're going to get? You can't. What you can do is make sure that they don't have another day to do a horrible job to somebody else. I can protect myself. I can fix things. I can adapt. But what if the next person can't? Whose responsibility is it to make sure that these chinos of the world don't thrive and don't take people's money on their fuck-ups and their shitty ideas of what can and can't be done? It's not anyone else's fault that you are inept. It's not anyone else's fault that you bit off too much to do. You need to have the communication to be able to do that. If you can't do that, get the fuck out. You're in the wrong industry. You're in the wrong field. You're in the wrong life. Do something better. Figure it out. Get a fucking paper route. If you're a caterer and you can't cook the food, you're not a caterer. You're a fucking chump. If you're a DJ and you don't have the right equipment, you're not a DJ. You're a fucking weekend fucking attempter. Anyone can push buttons. Anybody. I was willing to have a fucking iPad plugged in and have iTunes being played the entire time because my fucking six-year-old niece can run that. I have enough microphones to do it by myself and not pay someone thousands of dollars to fuck my day up. If you can't get the right equipment, you can't get the right people, you're in the wrong field. The people that are doing this right are the people that can refer other people with no hesitation. If you're asking someone if they can refer someone, and the first they do is get a grunt in their teeth and kind of, well, they're okay. They're not okay. That's not a good referral. You shouldn't be saying that. You're going to ruin someone's day and expect to be tipped on that and expect to be paid in full. If you give a bad referral, you should be docked pay for that. You should be giving up your time. That's how that should go. There shouldn't be any, well, I'm sorry this time they were bad. No, you told me to get them. You pay for it. One person for one. Because if they were great, everyone's going to get a tip, right? But if they're bad, they still want full pay. That's not how this should work. That shouldn't be how any of it works. Just like Pattis telling me they're going to charge me an arm or leg for the exact same fucking ring that LaRogue was able to get me for almost half the price. Exact same company, exact same manufacturer, exact same diamonds, everything. Exact the same. San Francisco versus Portland. That's the pricing. So, you want to work in hospitality? Better do it right. Because there's too many things out there now. Yelps, Googles, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, all of it. It just takes one me Take it out to the world. One me. And someone that's more agitated than me, that knows more than I do, that can do more than I can. Oh. It'll be a bad day for you.
Well, that's all the time I've got for this episode. I want to thank everyone for tuning in, and I want to make sure everyone's going to check out these wonderful, wonderful vendors. LaRogue Brothers Jeweler in Oregon, Accents by Sage, Cheryl Sage, and Natalie, Effortless Events by Natalie. All these wonderful, wonderful vendors will be in the podcast description below, the YouTube description below, on our website, thehermanjames.com, and you'll find them all over all over our social media. Don't forget to go to manscaped.com. Use promo code HERMAN to get your 20% off your order as well as free shipping. And don't forget to check out my friends at the No Phony Podcast Network. That's nophonynetwork.com for all of your podcast wants, needs, and love. Thanks for tuning in, and I can't wait to be in your ears next time.